Hey everyone, welcome to the Wild and Uncut podcast brought to you by Ruger. I'm your host, Christy Titus. Thank you for tuning in. The line is going hot, so let's go full send on this episode. And then we turn the corner and we see this little two by three. And my dad's like, oh, fuck. And I, I, my heart skips a beat and I'm like, let's shoot it. And I look and my dad's like, yeah, we'll skip it. Or like, you know in your dreams when you're dreaming about a big buck and it turns its head to the perfect shot? Yeah. It turns its head and worse, my dad's sitting there about to pee his pants. He's like, oh my gosh, this is the biggest deer I've ever seen. The rise in participation of women and kids in both hunting and shooting sports has really encouraged firearms manufacturers to produce rifles that offer out-of-the-box adjustability. One of the many reasons that I love Ruger firearms is that they manufacture rifles for everyone. Many models, like the Ruger Hawkeye Long Range Hunter, feature spacers that can be easily added or removed from the buttstock of the rifle, providing a comfortable fit and ease of use for all responsible citizens. I'm a proud Ruger American, and you should be too. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us for this episode of Wild and Uncut Podcast. I'm Christy Titus and I am here at the Hunt Expo with my favorite person in Utah, Bridger Housley. Bridger, you're uh, 11 years old and uh, you're probably one of the most dynamic people I've ever met in my life. You're hilarious. I get told that a lot. Yeah, you're pretty, you told that a lot. So um, we met here a few years ago. Three years ago, I think, because I was trying to get my mom. I was at our other friend's booth, and I was trying to get my mom a present. So I went over to a booth, and you were were sitting there, and then my mom found out and found out it was you. Yeah. And then the next year, I gave you a valentine and so on. He gave me a valentine, and we've been together ever since. Well, haven't seen each other in like two years. Well, that's not our fault, though. Yeah, no. But even this year, you gave me a hat, I gave you one. That's right. We share. And I didn't wear mine today because I'm a bad girlfriend. Oh, it's fine. So, Bridger, what did you, you like rolled up to me yesterday and what did you say to me when you saw me? Yogi, uh, hang on for this one. Let's say that. (laughs) Yogi, Um, hang on for this one. (laughs) I... I rolled up with, um, on this to Christy Tice and said, I he- so I heard you got married. Does your husband have a 200-inch deer? I didn't think so. He does not have a 200-inch deer. Yogi says you never let him hunt. I don't believe that. I just, well. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, but what did you say after you said, I mean, seriously, you roll up, you're like, hey, I heard you got married. And I was like, yeah, I actually did you look at me and you're like, well, does your husband have a 200-inch deer? I didn't think so. I didn't think so, he says. And then you said what? I actually don't remember what I said after that. He needs to step up his game. I do remember saying that now. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sorry, Yogi, but it's true. <laughs> Yogi, start, it is true. You need start, to step it up. <laughs> start going... Start going hunting some more. Yeah, you need to really learn how to hunt. <laughs> Bridger, you need to teach him. Well, 
when the when well in t um 2023 when I go on my whitetail hunt I'll give you some pointers yeah so 2023 we have a 12th birthday yep well 20 January 14th in 2023 I will turn 12 okay January or in maybe whenever the whitetail hunt is mm -hmm. that that fall of that same year We'll be whitetail hunting. That's right. So we have it planned already. You were, we're going to strategize this. Yep. And your friend, your friend is? My friend. The one that has the ranch. Oh, yeah. So we're going to take him to Colorado to hunt whitetail. I've got the perfect place in mind. And um, you're going to have an excellent trip. You're going to see elk and you're going to see deer and you're going to see turkeys. and Maybe they may not try to shoot a deer. Maybe try to shoot a turkey. Well, what. probably not a turkey, but definitely. Uh, yeah. it's, you never just never know what's going to happen when yeah. you get out there and what we have tags for. So, yeah. Uh, but we, we definitely have this plan. This is going to happen. It's your 12th birthday present from me to you. All right. It's going to really solidify our relationship. Yep. Yeah. And Yogi can, you know, get some hunting tips. But. Yogi can be the third wheel. <laughs> you can be the third wheel. <laughs> I love Fritcher. Yep. Yogi. Yogi can be the third wheel. I mean, you go hunting. That's right. It's going to happen. So, Bridger, you went with Doyle Moss on the Arizona Strip. Yep. And you, uh, you know, you're giving my husband flack about not having a 205-inch deer, and, and, and speaking, rightfully so. Speaking of it. This is, this is the 205-inch deer. Yep. 205, 205 and like, or it's like 205 and 4 eighths is what, what we scored it. Okay. So how did you end up going on the Arizona Strip? How did this all go down? Um... So when I was born, I was born with a disability, which makes me very flexible. But since I was disabled, um, I got donated this tag from an organization that runs out of um, Arizona. You can buy this thing for like five bucks called Point Guard. So if you, so say like the guy that donated me this tag, he could get the tag and donate it. If he, if it was a bad year and the next year, it'd be a guarantee that he'd get it back again. Oh, okay. So next year he'll get, he'll get the same, he'll get the Arizona Strip tag, but you can only use it once. So he couldn't turn it in again next year and then get it in again. 2025. Mm -hmm. He could, like he turned it in this year, he'll get it next year. If he doesn't use it that, that year, he probably won't get it again. So somebody had got this tag and they donated it for you to have an opportunity to go yeah. hunt. Yeah, because it was a supposed bad year on the Arizona Strip, but I mean, looks I pretty good to me. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call it a bad year. No. So tell me about your hunt. So you know, what was it like preparing for such a? I mean, this is a coveted hunt. People pay a lot of money yeah. to go down there. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, this is a. I heard from my dad when we were down in St. George earlier that year that. He's watching the auction, and this tag, this this tag, or the Arizona Strip tag, sold for three hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's worth a lot more than your stitches you got last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, it was like I found out maybe I want to say August. Mm -hmm. Didn't I was like, sweet, I'm gonna go September. Sweet, I'm gonna go November or September, October. Sweet. End of October, I was like. 
oh crap this is actually coming start of november i was sitting there and i woke up one day and i was like pressure's on crap in like two days i'll be in the i'll be um in the arizona strip hunting hunting big deer and I mean, it was kind of funny. I took a week. I went to school that Monday, took the rest of the week off, and we killed the deer the first day because we. But the first day, the or the day that we went down there, um, we looked at our trailer because we had loaded our Toyota in there yeah. for adventuring and what whatnot. And we look and we're like, one of our tires is bald and one of our tires is completely sticking out from the trailer. Oh, we no. need to change these now or yeah. we're not going to make it down there. Like yeah. we would make it halfway and they'd explode on the highway and we wouldn't make it. Oh, that would be a bad deal. So two, maybe three hours later, we finally get them repaired. And, but then we forgot because my brother um, earlier that week had made jerky or um, deer jerky. Yeah. Like our, like pure homemade deer jerky for our Arizona strip or for the Arizona strip hunt and we had forgotten it so we went home grabbed that had to grab our friend finally and maybe 9 30 we finally roll up in our camp sit down but you were just probably exhausted by then yeah I took a nap on the way down there oh I don't blame you I took a nap so I felt like that's what yogi does when I'm driving I felt like 15 minutes of the drive and really, on the way home, I didn't sleep on the drive home, and it was like a two-hour dirt road. Like, oh I had boy. fallen asleep for a while. Yeah. But we roll into the camp, and the, the hunter that was there before me was rolling out and went, well, good luck. I've been here for five days and saw one buck, and I killed it. And it was a 100, so, I mean, it was still a good buck. It was like a 180-inch buck. Yeah, but, yeah, so it's I mean, no slouch. So, yeah. I mean, still a good yeah. one. Still yeah. a good one. But um, he was like, good luck. I was I saw one, or I saw um, one buck in five days, and I shot it. And I was sent. I'm sitting in the back seat. Heaven forbid, I wasn't. I wish I would have fallen asleep later, so I was still asleep when he said that. Because then you started to worry. Yeah, I was sitting there, and I was like, "Huh." I was coming down here to hopefully. I mean, I knew it was a bad year. I knew, I knew that there was a possibility that I wouldn't get a big deer, but I was like. I mean, I figured that I'd at least see a deer, but if mm-hmm. they didn't see a single, but if they saw one deer in five days, or one buck in five days and you know killed it's pretty it, tough. killed it, I was like, uh, mm-hmm. no, that's not what I wanted to hear. So went to bed that night, woke up early that morning, and uh, sorry, <sighs> well, woke up early. No, take a deep breath. I mean, this is this is no, an I'm intense of, story. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm on the edge of my seat here. No, I'm just out of breath. Um, but. <laughs> Woke up early that morning. Talking does that to me, too. I run right out of breath when I'm talking, which is nonstop, Bridger. So I get it. But Trust me. So we're, we're back in the hunt. It's, it's opening morning. Well, opening morning for me. Not opening morning of the actual hunt. Yeah. But your first morning yeah, out there. Yeah, but my fir- first morning, um, got, woke up early, went out, um, and didn't see a single... The only... We didn't see a single living soul. Nothing. I no, not even a rabbit. I don't even think I saw an ant that morning. Oh, boy. Nothing. If there was any, nothing If out there, there was something that was living, it was hiding. I didn't see it. Well, maybe it heard you were it, coming and it was everything was like, The I'm only out. living thing that I saw was us humans or okay. us in my group. Yeah. But so we spent, we're out there till like 1130 and then we're like, all right, we better come back. So at like 12, 12, 15, finally roll back into camp and... This is just timing that I think it was 
probably isn't any what correct because I I had my phone down there, but I was never really checking the time. And if I did, so I was So you're just estimating this time yeah, right now. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't remembering the time. I just go, oh, that's what time it is. But... But um, but we start. But we came back and ate lunch. Just like threw some hot dogs on the grill. Went out that night, and that night we saw a lot. We saw maybe ten does. Mm-hmm. And then we turned the corner, and and we see this little two by three. And my dad's like, "Oh, buck!" And I, I, my heart skips a beat. And I'm like, "Let's shoot it!" And I look, and my dad's like, "Yeah, we'll skip it." And I'm like. Well, at least we saw one. Yeah, yeah. I get back in the seat. I'm, I'm already unbuckled, so I. You're sit, ready to go. Yeah, I'm. I sit back down, and my dad's like, "Hey, Chad, where is? Because we were in this guy named um, Chad's truck. He was like, Chad, where's the best hunting spot in the Arizona Strip, on like 14 or on like 13B or whatever wherever we were, or where we are right now? Where is the best spot? And he was like, right where we are. As a matter of fact. Um, a few years back, um, I had this fireman. Um, I was or I was guiding this fireman, and he had gave me the descri- description of his deer. And all of a sudden, we turned the corner, and this deer's standing there. Oh, what, this what deer. What he wanted? No. Oh, no. Okay. This comes later. Okay. Okay. But um, we turn, he, they turned the corner, and the deer st- that deer was st- sit or just standing in the trees. Everything he wanted, but better. I looked at it or took one look at it and went, nope, I want to pass it up. And he was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. You don't pass up a deer like that. And he was like, no, I thought it'd be bigger what I said. I'll I'll skip. I don't, he didn't tell us what happened after that. Yeah. If I were, he may have gotten another one, but I, if honestly, if I were a deer and found out that he skipped up that, I'd be like, yeah, no, you just aren't going to get one. Yeah. <laughs> But um, that dear but karma. But I'm sitting in the back, and I I was like, well, or, but Chad was like, I felt like God sent that deer down to that fireman. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the back, joking around, and I was like, or just classic me, I was like, well, if God sent me a deer, I'd shoot its face off. Little did I know that would come true. About two minutes later. Yeah. Two minutes later, we turn around the corner, we're looking around, and also my dad turns the head, or turns his head like this out out the truck, and my dad just goes. Oh, big buck, big buck. Stop, 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 big buck. And says big buck like 10 times in a row. So he was pretty excited. Yeah. And I look, my brother looks over and is like, oh my gosh. I look over and I'm seeing it. Well, Chad's, it's sitting here behind a tree and the the top of the hill's here and Chad's sitting there. Where is it looking at the top? And my dad's like, Chad, it's right here. And he's like, where? And he finally looks down and is like, oh, holy crap, it's right there. (laughs) So we, so my dad was trying to be, or so we grab, grab the gun, get out, get in the tripod. And I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen my dad set up something so quick in my life. Yeah. He got that thing set up, got in. I was, or my dad was like, you want him? Yep. Can I shoot? Yep. Click. Pulled the trigger. It didn't go bang. Oh no. The gun clicked because we were trying to be so quick and then quiet on top of that. Yeah. We didn't actually jack a bull, or my dad, my dad is a keyword. My dad didn't actually. Oh, the dad. The dad's my, going down for this one. My dad, <laughs> did, my dad didn't actually jack a bullet into the actual gun itself. Gotcha. So it went click the first time, and I was like, 
this is probably a 200 inch deer. If this gun does not work, I will be, I'll grab my dad's pistol off his hip and headshot it if I need oh, to. Yeah. I'm not letting this, just, I'll, just, I'll say I shot at this gun. He's a marksman with a pistol too. Oh, if he does like, it all. Like I am not letting this deer live. It, the longest it'll live is for another five minutes. It ain't living for much longer. <laughs> so my dad makes sure he gets a bullet in there, gets lined up. All right, ready? Wait, I need my earplugs. And I was like, crap, they're in the back of the truck. Eh, no time. Well, the deer had heard the click. Uh-huh. And it, the deer's, um, the deer just, because we had talked about, um, I left on out in the first shot. I was like, well, where do I shoot him? Because we had talked about, or we had talked about, or broadside, we had talked about frontal. Every single position other than curled up in a, or curled up in a ball like a dog facing curled the Curled up in a ball at 30, 30 yards. 30, 30 <laughs> so. yards off the road. Curled up like a ball. Uh -huh. Or curled, curled up in a ball like a... Or like a dog facing yeah. the complete other way. And Chad's like, just shoot it in the main body. Because the way it was, no matter where I hit it, it would go... It'd hit an organ. It would kill it. So, get ready. Wait, I need my earplugs. And I was like, crap. Cooper, plug my ears. So he just reaches forward and just... Whoop. Cooper, and Cooper's my brother, so he just reaches forward and just... Plugged your ears for you. Good old... Because your mom had tooping. coached you pretty good. No, well, my mom wasn't even there. I know, but she but, had told you to wear ear protection, so yep. you're a little concerned about that. Yep, so my brother, yeah. so my brother just goes, bloop. Hey, what, a, what a team... This was a real team so effort. We're, so we're three people huddled in a five by... Or like a four by four square, basically. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right. Bang. Its head just sits there and just... Punk. So it but, never even stood up. Yeah, no. But it it almost got away because that first shot when I when it clicked, it had heard the click. Yeah. And it was curled up in a ball facing the other way. And it was like, like you know, in your dreams when you're dreaming about a big buck and it turns its head to the perfect shot. Yeah. Yeah, it just and turns its head like trying to look back to us. We're dead behind us, so it can't see us. Mm -hmm. It turns its head and worse. My dad's sitting there about to pee his pants. He's like. Oh my gosh, this is the biggest deer I've ever seen. So, shoot in. Bang! Heads, head drops, and uh, my dad my dad was like, Bridger, you did like 10 handsprings and a double back flip yes. and ran. So, but they were yelling, I was like five feet away from it, and my dad was, was like, Bridger, stop, it may be alive still. So I stopped, sat there for about two minutes. Did you just say you did a double handspring? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I was happy. I, I was. Let, let's just say I was. Let's just okay. say I was happy. Yeah. But finally get to it, and that was pretty fun. And then yeah, I, your dad sent me the video. Uh, yep. Your recovery then, video. Yep. So, and, but we filmed two videos. My dad filmed one of me shaking. Like I was shaking for the next hour after I that. I bet. Yeah. And I was shaking for so long. Uh huh. But my dad filmed me shaking, and then um. My, or I was like, Dad, can I make one exception for the SH word? And I was like, all right, fine. Not knowing what I was talking about, he was like, hmm, whatever, I'm, whatever, just say it. And I was like, holy, yeah. SH word. Can I say it? <laughs> you, you can say it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You can, it's fine. He, right. he really but, wants to set this one home. But, but. I was, but I was sitting there, and my dad, was, or I was, my dad was like, "All right, make a count," and I was like, "All right, holy shit, <laughs> this, 
just the rest is history. It was the so rest funny. is history. That was but, it. He dropped the sh but, bomb. Did yeah. not get in trouble, and he but, can tell the story whenever he wants and say it again. It's a great. It's a great memory. As long as I have my parents' permission, I can That's say. That's right. It. Yeah. But, <laughs> We but, gave a um, waiver on this one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll I, have to we'll have to rate this podcast as as explicit now. No. <laughs> yeah. Or just just bleep it out. Just just just, just bleep Add it out. Add some sound effects in there. Just, just bleep it out and put. Hey! Yeah. Instead. Yeah, something like that. So when but, you uh, when you walked up but, to this thing and you put your hands on them and what was that like? Um, I just grabbed the antlers because I'm. This is actually kind of funny. Um, I hunt deer, I have a deer, and yet I'm allergic to them. Like, oh, I'm yeah. severely allergic to deer, so yeah. I couldn't touch it. But, yeah, it was... My husband's allergic to dogs and cats, so... Well, deer also, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, so, that, I couldn't get too close, and Chad's sitting there. Gotta get the perfect photo, like, basically, basically tell me to do this with my deer. Like, and I'm it. like, and I'm like, if I hug it, you're basically sending me to the hospital, because yeah, my eyes will swell shut if I hug this thing, I mm-hmm. swear. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was a pretty fun hunt, but the thing that I just said, the one that we may need to bleep out, yeah. if, if you want your podcast to be PG, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had said it, but my dad wasn't filming, and he was like, I don't care who you are, that is that is funny. Yes, so he, he was like, alright. So he did Bridger, a little camera Bridger. work, a little yeah, recreate. He was like, no, my dad was like, Bridger, I'll make it count again. I'll give you another exception for it. Just say it again on camera, so sure enough, mm-hmm. to t- Said it twice that one day, and that felt Ooh, good. Yeah. <laughs> that felt yeah. good, especially for that buck. But in total with this buck, I've said it four times. Wow. This podcast, another podcast, and then twice that this, day. Well, we're really we're really working that word <laughs> into your vocabulary now. It's uh, It does feel good when you when you do something like that. Yeah, to, sometimes when you kill a 200-inch deer, it just I feels don't nice. Know. I don't know. Ni- feels nice to let an S-bomb go. And <laughs> Just real quick. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind right. when I shoot a 200-inch deer someday because I'm I'll still keep, not there. I'll keep that in mind when I kill a giant whitetail. That's, we're going to do that. We're going to get you a nice buck. We're going to have a yep. great hunt. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, you guys. Because I don't have the opportunity to get on the ground to scout some of my non-resident hunting unit draws, I'm at home doing some e-scouting. And I use Onyx Hunt because it lets me prepare for my upcoming hunts this fall right from my computer. And you now have access to 3D features and functions that are found within the app right on your desktop. Using Onyx Hunt to help you e-scout ahead of time means that when you hit the ground this hunting season, you'll have a better lay of the land so that you can spend your time hunting and not trying to figure out where to go. If you haven't already, do yourself a favor and download Onyx Hunt and try it today. So what um, what advice do you have for other kids that are wanting to do some hunting that might be kind of in the same situation as you are? Able, able body or non-able body? Well, I think that we should talk to kids your age that maybe have non. some ability issues. Yeah. Um, I've learned something in my life. Even if you're disabled, don't let that stop you. I've learned that. I've learned that personally. Mm-hmm. 
don't let, even if you're disabled, don't let it stop you. There's some things like jumping on a tramp I don't really do anymore. Yeah. Like there's some things you really can get hurt, but sometimes if you want to go out hiking, even if you're disabled, go, I don't know, go get a mountain bike. Because even if you're disabled, you can still bike. If you, if you are, say you're let you're paralyzed in your legs, go out and get one of these or a track chair, and you can mm -hmm. still go out. And it's like there are ways to make you do what you want to do, even if you're disabled. Yeah. There are lots of ways I've figured out. Mm -hmm. Adapt, improvise, overcome. Yeah. You don't yeah. let anything slow you down, do you? Not much. Not no. much. There are a few things that I can't do. Like jumping on the tramp, I don't really do that too much anymore because I hyperextend my legs too easy now. Yeah. But because you're growing, probably. Yeah. Well, I won't get too in depth with it, but let's just say a while ago I was on the tramp with my friend and we hit, or just right, both my legs hyperextended mm -hmm. and I was off of school for a week because mm -hmm. of it. I could barely walk. Yeah. And ever since then, I just kind of. Er, Every one in five times I'm on the tramp, I just locate or I hyperextend my knees. Yeah. So that's all I'll say about that. I won't get too in depth with that. Yeah. No, it's better. There's certain things that I avoid. Yeah. Uh, because I'm old, um, and it hurts now to do them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But anything else? No, I, I think that that's great. I think it's great what you're doing. I think that you're a really good role model for kids and um, that you're getting out there and hunting and not letting anything in this world slow you down. And and you, you do do everything. You showed me your battle wounds from your knee stitches the other yeah. day. Yep. Slip a little. Yeah, one part of my syndrome is I'll, I'll be walking around in the rain with my snow boots and I'll slip and nine stitches in my knee later and like look at this oh sorry i kicked your chair you're okay like nine yeah nine that's stitches, a pretty good nine one nine stitches later i have that or i'll be in vr playing a parkour game and or with a deer mount and i'll slap my hand down and cut my finger open uh -huh. yeah you gotta start being a little more careful Eh. It's at least I was having fun when I cut That's my. That's exactly. I don't right. want to be sitting there and hurt myself. If I'm gonna hurt myself, I want to be having fun mm -hmm. at least. You want to live life to the fullest. Yeah. You want to have all the adventures. Yep. And I've and my dad told me um chicks dig scars. That's and true. I think, and I think that's worked. Well, it worked for me. <laughs> I mean, Ugh. yeah. I'm, you, so you had my heart at the fun dip. I'm not going to lie. That was, <laughs> that was, that was the jam, the fun dip. And, yep. and the fact that you, you know, were so thoughtful for your mom, you know, or getting her a Valentine's gift and yep. taking care of your lady. And <laughs> she's your main lady right now until you get married. Yeah. Um, well, I have to approve your wife though. We'll see. Yeah. I bet. I bet what I choose, you will. I bet you. I bet you will have the same agreement on whatever lady you choose. I'm yep. sure. No, I, I appreciate you coming by and, and doing the podcast with me and telling everybody your story of your giant deer and um, so many people to be thankful for that helped yeah. you put that together. You know, um, the the person that had the strip tag in the first place. Now. Uh, Utah Disabled, what is what is the name of this organization? Disabled Outdoors. Disabled Outdoors. So Utah yeah. Disabled Outdoors, what do you do with them exactly? So it's, it has a few names, but so Do Utah or Do Utah is okay. what we call it. Um, is a non-profit, this is just off the top of my head, is a non-profit organization that um, we just take all the profits that we make and put them into other hunts. Like right now, it's kind of hard to see with my deer, mm -hmm. but we're currently raffling away a 6.5 PRC and a pair of Vortet, or a nice, or we're a 6.5 PRC from the Christensen Arms yeah. booth 
and then a pair of, or a brand new pair of binoculars from the Vortex booth. Okay. We're raffling away, so it's it's like twenty dollars for five raffle tickets or something like that. Gotcha. But we, so like all the money that we've made, so like one of the days we made like three thousand dollars. We'll take that three thousand and go. All right, we'll like we have a disabled shed hunt coming up where. Or where it's a guaranteed, you'll guaranteed at least. There's like a limit of like 15. Mm-hmm. Was it? La- it was last year. Of people. No, sheds per people oh, or per, okay. per person. Okay. okay. But it's not like a normal shed hunt where it's walking around and you won't get get that many. It's you can go. Well, I have this bucket of um old sheds that I don't want. Here, take them, and we'll take them and go throw them around a hill and go do that. Okay, so it's so, like an Easter egg hunt, kind of. Basically, yeah, but yeah. for sheds. Yeah, and we that's did fantastic. it last year, and it was we did it very last fun. year, and it was pretty fun. So, would you encourage other kids to look into organizations like, like Dio Outdoors? Yeah, yeah. If you're disabled, definitely come check us out next year, or especially next year, come check us out because we'll have bigger booth and. Say, so, like, you know how earlier I was talking about, like, if you're, say, paralyzed in your legs mm-hmm. or something like that? Um, there's this other organization that we work with called, um, what was it? What's the other organization you work with called? Oh, um, Compassion Mobility we also work with, which this is where um, this, this is called the Wrangler um, came from because I had road run one around so we went to the booth and we were going to walk out of there with one one way or another but mm-hmm. they donated but they donated this one to me but they work with like they do track chairs for the mountains they do this one more for street and getting around like they do they have bikes that are a two-seater bike that you don't that the other person doesn't need a pedal mm-hmm. just you and it'll still pedal the exact same amount mm-hmm. um but, but they're, just, they're, they're allowing people to be, to be mobile and do the things that yeah, they want to so do. Say, yeah, so if you're, you can't walk or you're missing a leg and you struggle with walking, mm-hmm. you can't get this to, like, I've been ripping this thing around everywhere in the Yeah, I know expo. you've been giving yeah. your dad a heart attack all weekend. Yeah, He's afraid and, you're going to run someone yeah, over. Yeah, and then we have... <laughs> And then we have like track chairs. It's literally just a wheelchair mm-hmm. that just like huge like snow tracks on them. Yeah. On the side, and then we have one with like a snow plow on the front. Like, so it basically just helps you get around. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty. I'll I like my Wrangler. It's pretty fun. But yeah, it gives it, you a lot of independence, huh? Yeah. It, Let's, yeah, let's just say they're not cheap. I'll no. just say that. No, they, but, it, all this stuff's expensive for some, sure. But sometimes, but sometimes it's worth it. It is worth it. Sometimes if you, no matter the cost, sometimes if you want to get your child out places, sometimes no matter the cost, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, uh, you're able to conquer a lot of things because With, of the abilities you know, the compassion yeah. uh, mobility provided you, you know, this machine so you can yeah. get around the convention. Like, and Like, for instance, on, like, Halloween, mm-hmm. um, me and my friend put five and a half miles on it because usually we had hit half my neighborhood, just my mom would pull me, and it would get so exhausting. But this year, I, I drove, and my friend just hopped on because I have a metal bar on the back. She just hopped on, and we hit every single house. Like, just we just raided we the had, candy. We had the map. We have a, We had a map of my entire street, and we hit every single house in my entire neighborhood. So you're learning some land navigation while you're doing this yeah. too, huh? Yeah. Good good mountain skills that you need. Yeah. 
you you should teach me some. If I don't have my Onyx, I get lost. So it's really important for me. But so your my major takeaways from this are. If there's a will, there's a way. Yes, exactly. If there's a will, there's a way. And that you're living proof that even at 11 years old, you can, well, you were 10 at the time, weren't you? 10 when I shot my deer, yeah. 10, at 10 years old, you can get out and you can accomplish just about anything you put your mind to, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and you're, you're a great role model for other kids to, to be able to follow along. And yeah, if, and it, sometimes you, like, if you looked at, like, Christy, you know I'm, you obviously know I'm disabled, but if you looked at me right now, would you say I was disabled? No, you don't no, look disabled. No, but yeah, but under this, I have my braces, mm -hmm. and I can, hopefully yeah. this doesn't creep anyone out. Oh, and I boy. Can, and I can flip my leg upside okay. down, and like, it, like, to the naked eye, I'm not disabled, but if you really get to know me, I am. Well, you're just really very mobile. You have a lot yeah. of mobility with your legs and your joints, yes. I've tried to stay active as much as I can. And you're doing a great job. But some sometimes when my parents go bear hunting or something, I'm like, I'll stick to the basement playing video games yeah. that day. Sometimes it's exhausting being out there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. You can play video games. And, you know, I think it's great that you are able to have the decision and the freedom uh, to be mobile when you want and do the things that you want to do and you get to make that choice and it's yeah. not that your body's limiting you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a nice feeling. It is a nice feeling. Gives you a lot of confidence. It does. It does. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to go on our hunt. You guys uh, that are watching this, do you have a, a page where other kids can follow your adventures if they want to uh, what you know, like, do you have an Instagram page or something uh, where like other kids can watch you hunting and fishing um, and doing things? Instagram, or we have YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. I forgot the name of the YouTube, but what's his YouTube channel? No, not mine. No, not my YouTube oh. channel. The Dios. Oh, Dios. Okay. So what's the? So you, how do but, kids reach out with you? Is it through the Do YouTube then? Um, YouTube or what we, or, um, you can go to, um, at Do Utah on Facebook. Oh, do, D-O underscore Utah, um, on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And then with YouTube, I, I'll... I forgot, but I bet YouTube information is on Yeah, you guys there. could just Google it in YouTube, yeah. Dio, Utah, yeah. and find it. And then it. if you're disabled and want to reach out, just reach out through there and you'll contact one of us. Mm-hmm. And don't, you guys... Don't know who, but you'll hit one of us. Yeah, somebody. Somebody will get in touch with them. Yeah. And so if you guys have kids or if you're at home and you have an adventure that, that you want help with... That um, you're just... Or if you're disabled and even if you're not disabled and you just want to help out... We love having volunteers with anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have people. We have people even on our team that no disability at all, but they just want to help out. Mm -hmm. And like we've had, like with the like with the shed hunt or with the shed hunt and the um, the top shot and all these events that we mm -hmm. do, we always get a bunch of or most of the time we get a bunch of able-bodied people that are like, hey, I'll if you need, I'll pack. I'll put this kid in my backpack and I'll hike him up the mountain if you need. Like, they're just, they're willing to help. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And in this time, that's hard to find. It's hard to find people, especially now. Yeah, able-bodied people that can volunteer their time and resources and, and help out also, which is important. We're going to do this again after your deer hunt uh, in right. 2023. We got a year and a half to 
to plan that, but we're going to get you all lined out and all right. we're going to have a good adventure. So thank you all for joining me and Bridger for this episode of the Wild and Uncut podcast from the Hunt Expo in Salt Lake City. It's been fun. Stay tuned for more from Bridger. We're going to be doing a hunt in 2023. So 2024, he's going to be live on TV. Just watch out. He's going to make his television debut. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> oh, I already have. I've, oh, boy. <laughs> I've been on the news. I've been on the news and TV, and I've been on all sorts of he's things. He's an old pro, but we're going to be a debuting on my show this time. This will be a different debut, and yep. I can't wait to go hunting with you. We're going to have so much fun. And uh, I just absolutely love you, and I adore you, and I really thank you for making the time in your busy schedule to showcase your beautiful buck with us and uh, your story. Yep. I have one more thing to say. Okay. If you thought me in this interview was funny, go check out Bridger Shorts on YouTube. It's B-R-I-D-G-E-R, all uppercase. And then Shorts is just, it's not uppercase. But I currently have 100 subscribers, and it's my face, like, basically just... Okay. So if you if you memorize that, you'll you'll see it. You'll, we'll you'll be able it. to find you on there. We're yeah. gonna go find Bridger. I'm gonna subscribe to his channel, and all of you should as well because uh, this kid is really full of one-liners and is very funny. So um, we love you and um, are very thankful for you. So we will uh, see you soon. All right. Peace out, everybody. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Wild and Uncut podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to subscribe to my Pursue the Wild digital series on YouTube and follow me at Christy Titus on Facebook and Instagram.